guys. Welcome back to the Columbus cast. I'm Julia. I'm Laura. We're on episode 21. Woo woo. Yes, it is November 19th, almost Thanksgiving. We're getting there. It's so late this year. I know. It was weird to look at my time hop because like last, I think last year and years previous, this has been Michigan week. So mm. there's a lot, there's a lot going on in my time hop right now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're still a week away. I keep like trying to put up my Christmas tree every weekend and I won't let myself do it until after Thanksgiving, but it's like, okay, but it feels like it should be time now. Yeah, it is. It's dark. It's- I need something to light up my house when I come home at four o'clock and it's pitch dark. Like that's what a Christmas tree is for. <laughs> seriously so what did you do this past weekend um this past weekend i went to the blue jackets game on friday they won in overtime against the blues did not realize how many blues fans there are in columbus really well they just won the stanley cup so i don't know how many blues fans there really are in columbus and how many bandwagon blues fans when i went to the maple leafs game there were like people sitting next to us who came from canada to watch There was like, there was just a lot of blues fans. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't really notice that there was that many blues fans before. And like, since I'm an NHL fan, I tend to take notice of like teams I see a lot of fanship of. And yeah. the blues were not one of them until they won the Stanley Cup. So kind of suspicious that they're all of a sudden all these blues fans. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Um, and then I, I went- honestly had never even like heard of them. Yeah, well, they won the they won the Stanley Cup After, last before year. that. Okay, yeah, I kind of forget about St. Louis, um, <laughs> but they're only six hours away, I guess. Yeah, so close enough. Um, and then I went to Bristol on Saturday night. Nice. And I love Bristol, and I love Shinerbach beers. I don't know if I've ever had. Is it local? No, it's a uh, Texas it's oh. Shiner, Texas. So, but you were just in Texas. Yeah, I was just in Texas, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm back. Julia was in Texas last week, which is why we took a little bit of a break, but we're back here for you. So um, I'll just go into it. Last week, I, last weekend, I went to Seesaw for the first time. We waited in line for like a substantial amount of time to get in. In the cold? In the cold. And like, was Did it- they have heat lamps or anything or no? no? Mm-hmm. And was it worth Not it? Not very upscale. Who can say? Yeah, I was confused by like the vibe because we had some friends who wanted to get a table and like the... Um, the cheapest bottle is like 200 so they're like oh easy peasy like we'll just get a bottle and um no there's the table minimum is a thousand dollars but the thing that confuses me is like a white claw at the bar is like three dollars so i'm like i don't know i would expect if a bar or if like a club like a true clubby club is gonna be that like expensive mm-hmm. that they would sell like higher end upscale drinks or at least they would yeah, charge they- more for them exactly so i was like i don't really know Plus, it was confusing to me how, like, the club is only upstairs. It's like you have this whole huge downstairs area, and it's just, like, vacant. That's because it used to be a brewery, so they used to have all the the brew things mm. in the downstairs Is that part. where Ram was? Yeah, that's yeah. where Ram was. So I'm wondering if eventually they'll turn that into more, like, tables or something, and then the upstairs will become VIP. I and... think downstairs is, like, the dining room. Oh, really? But the, they don't serve food after, like... 10 p.m. which is when all the people come to the club so anyway confused by that but i also what was the dress code like i've been confused by that there was no dress code like girls were wearing like what girls wear in short north on saturday night like i saw some people there in osu gear because there was a game yeah like lots of sneakers like not dress shoes. that's what i was wondering because i felt like the vibe they're trying to put out on instagram is very much like yeah little black dress like this is where you can wear your sequins and right i mean and you could wear that there but like but then if you went to any other bar in the short north, you'd look stupid. I mean, whatever. You'd be overdressed. But, yeah. But it was – honestly, it was, like, so tight in there and, like, so cramped 
that it didn't even matter. Like you couldn't see below people's necks. It was just kind of uncomfortable. But um, I I would give it another go. I would try again. Like it was a fun time. And if you were going with the intention of like having fun and staying with your friends, like I didn't stay too long. Um, but it it could be fun. But before that, we went to Del Mar, and I know this is like a a, a big favorite of everyone like in Columbus. But it was my first time. I still haven't been there. And it may have been. I've been to Lincoln Social, but I think it was my first time eating Cameron Mitchell food. And I've lived in Columbus for two years. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so that was really good. The tacos there are incredible. They're also like the cheapest entree on the menu. <laughs> um, so for like $18, you can get the tacos. And, but they're <laughs> first. But like, okay, let's compare Condado to like Del Mar for a second. So good. Like so much better. So yeah. much better. Oh, thank God. We've yeah. needed good tacos in this town. Yeah. Should we just go straight to like food news? Yeah, let's talk about food. I feel like we should talk about food news. Yeah, we'll just, we'll get into news news later. Yeah. It's not as important. Food news. Um, So the CBC Tap Room is back open. So that's, we've been like talking about this for a while now, but yeah. um, they're finally open. It looks really cool inside. It's, um, I think it's still in the brewery district, but it's just the tap room and it's just like super green and pretty it kind of looks like this have you ever seen the cbc ipa bottle mm-hmm. yeah it's it looks like that That's it looks cool. like the, if the bottle was a room or if you um, interesting watched like trading spaces Wait, as a kid know. yeah and you know how um on trading spaces they'll be like oh they really like farms so we're gonna cover their wall in hay yeah like it's like if you had a trading spaces where they're like they really like cbc and um ipa so we're gonna paint the walls lime green and have oh, these it does weird look really deco. cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, but they have some other things on the menu are on tap. So they have this like thing that sounds really good. It's a smoke. It's called something tequila. And it's a tequila barrel aged sour with lime and grapefruit peel that, that took over a year so good. and half of over a year and a half to like age. Honestly, if you like IPAs, like CBC is for you. CBC is like my favorite IPA. I don't really like IPAs, but CBC yeah. is really good. But I'm, they have a lot of sours on tap now because that's a new trendy thing to do. Right. Um, so that <clears> looks <throat> good. And then Taft's opened up I saw that, in so, Franklinton. Yeah, that's really awesome. It doesn't look a lot like um, the Taft's in... It's the one... It It's Taft's in Gravity, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> that one. But like the Taft's in Cincinnati is in an old church. So it's really cool because it gives you like... Um, kind of a different vibe than the industrial garage doors like modern which is how this tafts look it's very much like this unfinished ceilings and yeah but i think that if i had to guess like this tafts is more in like the same vibe of gravity yeah i I mean they didn't have the choice where like they opened up in an old church so it's like yeah there's there's i'm sure there's old churches in franklinton but this is this is what they that's they chose they to, to do with. instead. I can't wait to see like when everything in Easton opens. I know. It seems that's like it's supposed to be forever. next summer, right? No, it's supposed to be now. Oh. Fall winter of 2019, like fall winter of 2019. Oh, I should go drive around that. But then they also said it's that not done yet. <laughs> Saucy Brewery in Harrison West was supposed to be opening in fall of 2019, specifically October. And guess yeah, what? It's not. It's still not open. There's still paper all over the Speaking of thing things and- that are not open, there was this place that we talked about a couple episodes back called Sugar on High mm-hmm. that um, overtook the old um, Buffalo Exchange consignment shop on High Street in Old Old North. In, like, yeah, kind of in Clintonville. 
Uh, like north, yeah, north of Clintonville. Well, south of Clintonville, north of campus, like right by Hound Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they that was supposed to be like a bakery slash comedy shop that was scheduled to open in September. And I drove by it the other day, and the sign says like building for rent. So oh. I don't know if they made it. Um, I hope that they did, but maybe it's just taking a little bit longer. Um, but I don't think that they. They might not be opening anytime soon. The one place I really want to go to in Franklinton, mm-hmm. and I don't know what made me think of this, but more so when I listen to this back when I'm editing, I can take a note to be like, this is what I want to do this. <laughs> note to self. Um, there's a new craft bar that opened up in Franklinton where you get to like pick a craft and pick a drink and you can do oh, yeah. a crafty thing. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they're, they're going to have some good holiday crafts. So I got to oh. look that up. Yeah. We talked about the crafty bar place. I totally want to go to that. Um, I've been starting to make a list of like just food things in general, like places I want to eat, places I have eaten. If you guys, if that's something that you guys who are listening would like be interested in, we can definitely make that more public and publish it. Just let us know. Yeah. And then you also found out Panera and Easton is closed. Oh yeah. RIP. I, it's Panera and Easton closed. Um, not recently, but I just like went to go, I was like sick on Monday and I went to go like order some soup because they're kind of close to me. And, um, yeah, not there anymore. Sad. I remember walking past that and being like, wow, I can't believe Panera closed. But it was such a big space that... Yeah, it was kind of weird because it was like kind of not in the same spot as a lot of the other restaurants. Yeah. And it had a lot of really terrible reviews like online. I that do one think was the like one time I ate there, like, I... said it was not good service. It was not good Panera. It was like yeah. subpar Panera. Right. So... It's interesting. Like, I think it's really funny that they are building more stuff in Easton when it seems like there's such a revolving door of businesses that come in and out of Easton. Like, what's that other restaurant that just closed? Like, a, the Abuelo's? A, the one that caught on fire? No, no, no. The one in Easton that's, like, the Mexican restaurant that just closed a couple. Oh, I have no clue. Abuelo's. Abuelita's something. It's, like, next to L.L. Bean. But anyway, like, these businesses keep coming and going, and, like, they're, meanwhile, they're, like, building more stuff, more spaces for new businesses. So we'll see what goes in there next. I mean, sometimes it works out, like, when Tesla left, but um, Shake Shack came in, so. True. Nothing lasts Still forever, Still have yet folks. to eat a Shake Shack in Columbus. Maybe wow. we should do that. You should go to the one of the graduate, because that, that one opened a, yeah. a while ago, but I, I walked by it the other day when I was out at Seesaw. I passed it, and I was like, hmm, that looks good. Hmm. <laughs> but I was full of Del Mar tacos. Okay, so do we have any just, like, <clears throat> regular old news, speaking of businesses, I guess, in Columbus? So this one was pretty interesting. This one caught my eye. I guess Walgreens has recently bought and shut down um, a small Ohio, um, like, pharmacy chain. So it's giving Ohioans, like, less options. And apparently, at the time this article was posted, which was probably last week, because I pulled some articles for last week, Walgreens had notified all of the customers um, who used those pharmacies after closing seven Ohio pharmacies. And the problem with this is a lot of those pharmacies um, accepted Medicare, Medicaid programs, and Walgreens does not accept as many of them. So hmm. that's, that's some interesting stuff happening. That's a bummer. Do you want to know another bummer? Yeah, I do. Columbus is one of the gloomiest places in the country to live. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate this article. I think it's so sunny in Columbus. I do not. But um, <laughs> according to the website, like, bestplaces.net, which I always wonder, like, some of these websites, like... It's just... 
someone has too much time yeah on so they took a look at the 50 biggest cities in the country and rank them based on how often they get cloudy skies how much rain they get and how much snow they get and how many hours of daylight they get okay. so i don't understand how alaska is in like I feel like Alaska would be number one because aren't they dark all the time? No, it's 50-50. So in the summer, oh. it's light 24 hours a day. And in the winter, it's dark 24 hours a yeah, day. Yeah, but you think the amount of snow would offset the 50-50 light. Yeah, but like it probably would. I don't know. I don't know. Basically, I feel like Chicago would be worse. I am finding <laughs> Chicago holes should be at the top of that this. list if you ask me. Well, the top of the list is Seattle. Seattle ranks right. number one in... Well, they have like, what, 100 rainy days a year Yeah, or pretty much. And then Columbus is seventh. Cleveland is three. And then also at the top of the list is Milwaukee, Chicago, and Detroit are there also in the top ten. Yeah. So basically, the thing that I also found interesting in this article is it said that, one, it's cloudy 53% of the year in Columbus, which I believe okay. it's dark and gray here and then also it says that columbus gets more rain and snow than seattle oh that's not it it's um so columbus gets around 39 inches of precipitation each year and apparently looking at cleveland they're like 56 percent of the year of gray and they get about the same amount of rain and snow which i don't know if i believe actually I take that back. I believe it because when Cl- when Cle- I think Cleveland gets more snow, but yeah. Columbus gets more rain. Yeah. So okay, never mind. Yeah, no, that all makes sense. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, like it's not as bad as the East Coast, so I'm happy. It's not as bad as the East Coast. The snow. Oh, I thought We've you never- meant like the sun or anything. I was like, no, it's way sunnier on the East Coast. No, like we don't get like five feet of snow here in one night. Oh, no. That would never, never happen. Like I, I will hold my ground on it snows more in Washington, have... D.C. than it does in Columbus, Ohio. And I cannot stand when people are like, you moved to Ohio. How are you liking the harsh winters and the snow? And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, like what like, difference? It like starts to flurry in D.C. and they just like shut down everything. Yeah. One, they shut down everything. Which well, they don't have the proper dope. equipment. They yeah. don't have like plows. Well, stuff. they have the proper equipment. It's just too many people and too much infrastructure and road yeah so So that's weather news anyway and and then the other rank in other rankings of columbus news which i feel like loves all the stats i love the stats columbus is the 17th best place in the u.s to find a soulmate this could also go into our dating i feel um, like we talked about this last week no we talked about something else about dating in columbus well that's perfect the 17th best place to find a soulmate? Yeah. Oh, no. We talked about Columbus being a good place for cuffing season. It was like one of the best places for cuffing season, and now it's one of the best places to find a soulmate. So it's different than so cuffing season. So in the world season. or in the U.S.? In the U.S. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe we have the right weather. Maybe it's just gloomy enough that you're going to want to find your soulmate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just heard <laughs> that on the radio, so I didn't read the full article about no, it, fine. but yeah. I took my notes before we went and got Little Moon bubble tea oh i forgot i put that on the list julia and i got little moon bubble tea and it's an awesome place it's like in clintonville and it's like this little hidden gem it's so good it's, i feel like it's been there for a long time i don't know but either way it was good oh should we talk about some sports i think it's like we're getting to have we're heading into a very important time in sports right now and i think we should all just like take a moment and recognize you know how grateful we should be to have such a fantastic team how can you have a fast, fantastic team without good players? Julia, tell us about Chase Young. So uh, we're late to the party since I think he got suspended after, like, right after our last podcast yeah. dropped. I think the news that he was going to be out the next 
that weekend. Right. I think so. Yeah. Because we were talking about the incident, but he hadn't been suspended yet. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. It's been so long. So anyway, he was suspended because the NCAA gave him money or somebody lent him money. Basically, the rumor is so his girlfriend could go watch him in the the Rose Rose Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, I heard that. Um, And the NCAA, like, looked at it and looked that he paid it back and everything. So he was suspended two games. So he is back this weekend against Penn State. So it's going to be an awesome game. It's at noon. Um, Urban Meyer put out a hype video where he's like, yeah, they think we're rivals. We're not rivals. Like, <laughs> um, and there's, still got it. there's a lot of good hype videos going on. It's going to be a blackout. Even though it's at noon, I don't love a blackout during the day. Why? Because it doesn't look as cool. Okay. Because it's not dark out. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be dark out. To, okay. To I don't know all the rules. Cooler. It sounds good. Yeah. Um. So that will be fun. And Fox and Game Day and I forget who else is going to be there. But oh, Game Day is happening at OSU? Yeah, Game Day is at Day was OSU. At OSU. Wasn't it OSU like two weeks ago? No, it was at Nebraska OSU and that was at Nebraska. Oh, that's right. Because I watched that one. So this will be the first game at Ohio State this season. Nice. And... I love Lee Corso, but a lot of Ohio State fans aren't happy and they're saying to like boycott um, college game day and don't go to college game day. Instead, go to the Fox one because college game day is and the ESPN are just super biased towards the SEC. And I really don't want to get into it because it's just (laughs) absolutely absurd. The ranking system is crap. And yeah, go Fox. I love Lee Corso. I love Kirk, but... Yeah, I'll be watching Big Noon kickoff probably over game day. Hmm. You're not going to go stand behind game day with your sign? Nah, I, th- I think I'm just going to eat brunch at home. And Brunch at home is good because then you can have all of the you bottomless mimosas. Yeah, exactly. I just, I love noon games because I love doing a brunch tailgate. I love breakfast food. Yeah, breakfast food is delicious. So that's great. And then um, men's basketball is also ranked in the top 10. So we are the only school to have a top 10 football and I basketball team. I saw that. You team. posted that on Instagram today, which if you're not following us on Instagram, you can follow us at SeabusCast. Yep. Yep. That's our handle. Okay. Um, Should I get into the politics news? Because yeah, I Julia's, have it today. Julia's going to take it away, folks. <laughs> Here's my politics news. Basically, the Ohio House bill, and it's going to be really quick, Um, they just passed a bill to give students wrong answers, religious protection. So basically, that means that... um. There's this new act called the Student Religious Liberties Act, and that means under that law, um, teachers will be unable to mark answers wrong, if even if it's like scientifically wrong, as long as the incorrect incorrect work is based in the student's personally held religious beliefs. So interesting. So, yeah, you're thinking um, evolution is like the key. I would say evolution is one of the key ones, but I'm wondering if that means you have to like. Um, list your religion, like kind of how you have to do... Oh, you'd have to make it public. Yeah, you'd have to make it public, which, I mean, I guess that shouldn't... It shouldn't be an issue if you rela- if you make your religion public, but... Yeah. Interesting. I think Julie and I were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, and we think that, like, we should just teach things that are more important than that. Like, just teach things about how to do your taxes and, like... I saw a TikTok today, and it was like... <laughs> wait wait okay sidebar friend of the podcast nathan texted me that today and said um that tiktok is now the number one streaming social media site 
oh maybe we should make a and TikTok I was like, for I was Columbus like oh my cast. gosh we're all gonna we're all going brain dead um, tiktok is the most viewed social media now i believe it it's so like kids these days <laughs> yeah i used to have to tell like my kids on the sideline to like put their tiktoks away and i felt so old and oh like, my Stop god tiktoking <laughs> practice um but i saw one that was like about taxes and it was just like the government like being like we're not going to tell you how much we you owe us but we do know the number and we'll put you in jail if you don't get it wrong and we're also not going to teach you how to figure out the number so good right. luck yeah so so that there's politics that's politics from Julia. Thanks for sharing. Um, what else do we got? Oh, construction. Fun times. We've got some good construction updates for you guys. It's this week. all about roads instead of about luxury apartment buildings. Yes. So the highway. Oh, Julia, is, did you write this? Highway headache coming? No. <laughs> oh, someone wrote this. Highway headache. I think it was you. Coming. ODOT. You definitely wrote this last <laughs> week. ODOT is closing the ramp on 3rd Street to I-70. Which, uh, they're, so they're, it's permanently closing, um, eastbound I-70, it's closing on November 25th. I was going to say Thanksgiving, but that's not Thanksgiving this year. Nope, that's my sister's birthday. Shout out to my sister, Laura. Laura. (laughs) I'm not Julia's sister, just for clarification. Um, so it's closing, what is that, Saturday? Monday. Monday. It's closing on Monday. It will be replaced in the summer of 2021. Wow. The new ramp is planned to go to um, Fulton Street, which I don't know where that is. It's downtown-ish. So a heavily used highway ramp downtown, that's that's what that is. It's closing. And so they gave, they listed, um, ODOT listed a bunch of other like, like ways to get ways, around they're like you can go east on livingston avenue to kelton avenue or alum creek drive you can go south on high street to westbound on green lawn avenue to northbound interstate either way it like, sounds like, like a lot so of many work i'm like that sounds and you know what i realized and this just must be like the millennial me but when i drive someplace i'm not don't know i like use my maps mm-hmm. and even the other day i was driving home and i know how to get home but i just do it anyway because my car does it automatically when it thinks that it knows where i'm going weird but they finally finished the new ramp if you're coming like north on 270 to easton and there's two ramps now and they both go to the same highway but one takes you to the far rightmost lane and the other takes you to the far leftmost lane and so you're still going onto the same highway you're still getting getting onto like 270 but or is it 670 i always i can never but like it's like seven or eight lanes now so you have to choose your correct exit ramp otherwise you got to get over like seven lanes and there's a really short period before like you merge on and then the exit to easton so what i learned is google has not learned this yet so google still says take the old ramp which puts you eight lanes across where you want to be from the exit lane Sorry, I'm pointing my hands a lot, so you definitely... If you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't know what I'm talking about, but it's part Great of the... visual. It's terrible part of audio. The new, <laughs> it's part of the new Smart Lane initiative, and um, it's just really interesting. And so, like, I feel like it's going to take a while. My point of the story was I feel like it's going to take a while for, like, GPS and Google to catch up on this change. So it might try and direct you to this ramp that's no longer going to exist. So good luck. Do people still use, like, GPSs, or am I the only one that uses, like, a hard GPS? Like I have the, one. I used like, to... Garmin, I like, Garmin. I used to use it for, like, long-distance drives instead of using my phone. That's what I use it for is, like, long-distance drives. Like, when you're when, driving to your grandparents' house or yeah. whatever. Now that I have it in my car, I don't... 
use it like as much, but I like to have it in a, as a backup in case like something mm-hmm. happens. Or I don't have any surface or, you know, whatever. Um, there was one other transportation col- construction thing. So Columbus is beginning a transit study of the Northwest Corridor, which includes Worthington, Hilliard, Upper Arlington, and Dublin. So what does that mean? They're just studying. So they're going to spend um, $500,000. It's part of the Morpsey, what is it called? The Morpsey Insight 2050 project. They're basically going to take 12 to 18 months to just like understand um, what's happening, what's happening, like who's going where, when, like what would be the most efficient way to um, transport people around those places. Because I kind of feel like that is like part of the busiest area like the northwest corridor of columbus because that's where a lot of families live and a lot of like school-aged like i feel like that area has the best mm-hmm. schools like dublin worthington hilliard upper arlington yeah westerville i mean westerville is part of the northeast corridor but still um and so the traffic is always really congested over there and i think they just want to find a better way to move people yeah well that's good and the hyperloop if they still, you know, they're still looking into it, Hyperloop, whatever, like 2050 or whatever, um, would stop, like, downtown to Dublin to Marysville. Okay. It's kind I remember of like the them line. And then, like, that. it would just go all the way to Chicago from there. I think something. they had some, like, stops in Indiana or something. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Probably wouldn't go exactly straight through. But but I think the point is, like, the, the Hyperloop would stop if it was going to stop outside of downtown or, like, the airport would stop in the Northwest Corridor. Because that's where people are going to the most. Yeah. So, I mean, it might be a few years before the study is done, or at least a year, but we'll keep you posted as there are updates. Okay. And then... Sad news. Kind of? Yeah. I, I think we could play a little soft, you know, sad music. Mm-hmm. Do you want to break the news, Julia? Lyft is leaving Columbus. Just the scooters, though, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just the scooters. Yeah, Lyft scooters. Okay, I was about to say, I just used Lyft, um... No, I don't think Lyft is going anywhere. The other week. Please don't leave Because I, I had like 75% off rides. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't understand why they just like randomly give you deals. I don't know, but I'll take it. Right. So. But the scooters are leaving. They're also leaving um, Nashville and San Antonio. So <laughs> Columbus is the new Nashville. <laughs> Columbus is the new Nashville. My my theory holds true. Um, basically, they're just saying that it's hard to manage because it's like a high cost and low revenues. Mm-hmm. Um and that scooters are just a problem because it's like super competitive. I mean, there's Lime and Bird and Spin, and yeah. um, you're only allowed to have 500 scooters per city, I like also, according to Columbus. And it's like they're really like their lifespan's so short because they probably get they get vandalized and stolen. Yeah, and that's the other thing is I heard that a scooter takes four or five years to break even, and they only are lasting like two. Because they either break down or they get stolen or um, they get thrown in the river. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. They said this study from somebody at Ohio or the um, Harvey Miller, who's the director of Ohio State Center for Urban and Regional Analysis. um, He cites a study from Louisville that tracks that just did a study on like scooters, I guess. And they said that the average um, scooter lasts 28 days. Because it'll just, like, disappear. Wow. And yeah, if you take off the tracking device, then you can just take it. Yeah. Which is, don't, we're not advising don't that. Do don't that. do that. Um, but Ohio's trying to give you more transportation options. 
They'll be gone Saturday. So if you're planning on taking a Lyft scooter to the Penn State game. Um, <laughs> or if you're planning on taking the Lyft scooter off of the uh, the I-70 exit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Both won't be an option this, Can't do that. this weekend. Not anymore. Okay. Should we get into our little tiny events? Yes. Let's do some events. Okay. So the one thing that I wanted to talk about was the holiday market and the village lights market so this weekend is a holiday market village lights is later so i'll probably talk about it later but it's at the greek orthodox cathedral and basically it's like a big craft market yeah and if you pay three dollars you can get in for vip shopping before everybody else and then after 11 a.m it's free but you can buy like a swag bag for seven dollars. I mm. guess just has like random stuff in it, and there will be ninety plus makers. But it'll wow. probably be like a really awesome place for just like local art, local crafts, local shopping. Yeah, and I just love little like craft things. I like picking up stuff like that. That's um, just like unique and cute and everything. That's so cool. I want to go to that, but now I'm just realizing that that is, is that Saturday or Sunday, the twenty third. Oh, Saturday. Wow. Just kidding. I'm not going to that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm so sad. Who would have put that on? Oh, because it's at a church. You can't have it on a Sunday at a church. Mm. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll pay the $3 and go early. Maybe. you. I don't think you will. I'm calling it now. Um, yeah, it's 10 a.m. That's, that's right when I want to start drinking mimosas, so... One super cool thing that I saw, um, I mean, not super cool. It happens every year. The Easton Christmas tree lighting is this Friday. Oh, cool. So they typically, um, I went last year. It's, if you are going to go, I think it's at like six, six or seven. If you are going to go, go super early because the entire exit backs up. Like you can't even get oh, wow. off the exit ramp to Easton. Yeah, there's the first year that it happened I was like why it took me like over an hour to get home and I'm like this is this is ridiculous so if you're gonna go go early because there's gonna be no parking and um you might not even get there in time if you just leave and like expect it to be a normal traffic ride it's not going to be but they have people all around like dressed up in costumes they have a guy dressed up as Santa they have like people on stilts they have like elves they have cool it's like really cute and like the kids love it I would go to that. And then there's like a... But I'm not going to because of traffic. I, right, I wouldn't yeah. be able to get here in time after work. There's a pretty significant um, like light show before and then they do a countdown and then the lights on the tree light up and then they do this really cool light show for like five minutes um, because the tree is artificial and the lights are like mm-hmm. pre-programmed. They basically like do like a little show on the tree because they can control the bulbs. It's really cool and like it goes off to music and then everyone says yay and then everyone goes shopping. So... Um, if you're going to go see a movie on that night, I would recommend that you buy your tickets like now. In advance. Yeah. Now. Probably if it's not already sold out because I feel like that's a a lot of people do that. That'd be a nice night. Yeah. I think I'm going to go. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because you're off Friday. Yeah. That would be a good activity. Yeah. So that's our events. Those are, that's it. There's a lot happening in Columbus. I mean, don't forget your, your sporting events. There's lots of games you'll be watching. Yeah, I feel like that's the most important that's, thing this That's weekend. really what you should be focusing on, that and, like, maybe practicing for Thanksgiving, like eating some pie or just, like, getting ready, you know? Yeah, this is a big... General merriment. Big eating weekend. Yeah, sure. So enjoy it. Yay. Talk to you next time, Columbus. Bye. Bye.